Welcome to What She Said Podcast, the home for real conversations with men about sex, love, and relationships. Welcome to another episode of What She Said. We have a couple topics. We're doing this a little bit different tonight because guess what? We have added a new real cute little host to the show. Y'all done seen him a couple of times. So I'm going to start with our new co-host of What She Said, the one and only Josh Powell. How are you, fam? What's happening, Queen? Very humbled to be able to share this platform with you all. Very, very humbled. Well, you've had such good insight and information and, and whatnot. I was like, well, why not have him on all the time? So thank you so much for joining the team. Say what's up to my mom. Hey, mama. Hey, y'all. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to talk tonight. Yeah, there's a couple good things going on. So let's get right into the topic. First, we're going to start with Monique made a comment about how women were dressed in the airport. So let me show you this clip real quick so you can chime in and know exactly what we're talking about. And as we began to walk through the airport, I saw so many, actually too many to count and too many for me to tap. But I saw so many of our young sisters in head bonnets, scarves, slippers, pajamas, Blankets wrapped around them, and this is how they're showing up to the airport. And it, I've been seeing it, not just at the airport, I've been seeing it at the store, at the mall. I've been seeing sisters showing up with these bonnets and headscarves and their slippers. And the question that I'm having to you, my sweet babies, when did we lose pride in representing ourselves? When did we step away? of let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home. All right, mom, I'm going to start with you because you were the one that found it and you pointed it out. I know how I feel about it in my personal stories, but you tell me how you do you feel? Like one, how do you feel about her actually speaking it? And two, we all see black women walking around everywhere with bonnets and furry slippers and whatnot. What's your take? First of all, um, I think, you know, Monique has an opinion like other people have an opinion. So she has a right to speak on it. Um, I I'm troubled, honestly. I I think I think uh, we've lost our way Um, with I, I don't understand why you're out in public in pajamas and slippers and hair bonnets. I don't. And trust. I've been in a rush. I've been I've traveled plenty of times. And even if I just don't feel like it, I know how to throw on a baseball cap and some sweats that kind of match uh, or some yoga pants and a nice top, something. It's something easy to uh, still look presentable. I don't understand the pajamas and slippers and hair bonnets in public thing. Josh, what, what, what's your take? You're from a man's perspective, seeing your, your sisters out with bonnets and, and, and blankets around them and pajamas on. I mean, I, I agree. I, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's just about representing yourself and, and, and being proud of, you know, who you are and, and what you come from. And, and I know that, uh, you know, as a father, for example, I, I would definitely feel the way if I seen my daughters, um, you know, dressed inappropriately for me, especially like when these are things that you're wearing to bed things that you're wearing in the comfort of your home, because it's funny. 
I've been traveling and doing some things for work or whatever. And I had just went on a flight a couple of weeks ago and everybody, I thought it was something going on. Cause I was like, why is all these people with bonnet? Like what is going on right now? You know what I mean? And, and the, and the clothes, like no bras, no panties. They just, I mean, they look like literally like straight out the bed, just like bumping. Like that's the move. And, um, you know, I, I just I just think we should represent ourselves better. Um, I, I totally agree with mom. I totally agree with auntie when she spoke on it. I saw the clip um, and I thought that what she said was beautifully put. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we got to be able to do you know better than what we're doing for sure. sure. So let me just now let me be the non-politically correct one and get straight to the bread and butter of it all. Period. Point blank is ghetto. We don't like people looking at us a certain way. We want to be black women need to be held to a certain standard and black women and black magic and black intelligence that has to transcend in all the things that we do. And I'm not saying you need to come in with a, with a business suit like they required in the eighties to, to sit you know, on a plane or you should look like you got a million dollars in the bank, but God damn, it looked like you got some sense. And for those that are out there that think that that's cute, I was in uh, Miami or Florida airport maybe a week or two ago. And this chick had on a bralette. Like it was a gang of black people from Detroit that was flying out of Fort Lauderdale back. They had the bonnets on, they had the hair wraps on, but this one chick had a Victoria's Secret bralette on. She had like a, a hoodie wrapped around her waist. And her nipples were showing in everything. And I'm just standing there like, this is really what we're doing? This is what we're doing. Like, for all the work that Black women are doing to improve ourselves, to uplift ourselves, y'all standing up here in a group. This is not one or two people looking like you could care less, looking like you might be homeless. And then there's the thing where people get offended, like, oh, my God, you're stereotyping me. I, I'm educated or I'm, I'm whatever. You're not, you're not, you, you can't be. You can't be not looking like that, not representing yourself like that. So that's the perception that you are putting out there, that women are putting out there by dressing like that. Your slippers should not have fur on them unless it's on the inside and it's an Ugg boot. Other than that, you shouldn't have no slippers on walking around. And there's places that you can't even get into in the airport with Ugg boots on because they require a certain standard. It's a, it's a visual look of saying, I'm carrying myself as a woman a certain way. And on, I mean, I had a, a friend that was flying in from LA a couple of days ago and he was like, this chick is in here with yoga pants, but they were so tight and sheer. He was like, you could see the front of her vagina. You could see her booty crack. He was like, and why are you getting on a plane like that? No one is going to be cold. So the question goes to what are we representing? Like we already people, you know, in the legal industry, legal field, it's like black women are the least protected. But we are, look at how we're carrying ourselves. Like, what are, we rep what are we saying? What do I say when I step out the house with no bra, my nipple showing, half naked, a bond on my head? Am I saying, respect me as a woman, respect me as an educated human being, respect me as, a, as whatever, as a mom, as an aunt? What am I saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's bigger than, oh, I could dress how I want. I bought a plane ticket. It's bigger than that. So I think like, I think Monique said it extremely politically correct. She said it extremely nice. And for her to be being attacked in the media is crazy to me because what she said is a thousand percent right. We out here representing ourselves like, like we, we retarded and got no home training, period. Um, I want to piggyback on that because, you know, Sinead, you and I were talking earlier today and I mentioned, you know, 
when um, early on, when I had you guys, the first couple of years, I was on food stamps. And I remember having to go stand in the food stamp line to get that little booklet. So uh, I could buy colored my- monies. You had them colored monies coming through. I did. And what I noticed even back then as a young girl, because I was a, a, a teen parent, is that there were people in that line with their house shoes on and rollers in their head and pajamas on. And I would think even then, even though we are poor at this moment, we do not have to reflect that we're poor. And it just used to embarrass me so much uh, to see us dressed like that. I mean, it's one, it's enough shame to be in the food stamp line for me. It was anyway, knowing that I was struggling, but I'd always step out of the house trying to represent well. And, and again, I'm not suited and booted every time I step out of the house, I'll, I'll throw on a baseball cap in a minute, but I'm damn sure not coming out the house with rollers in my head and a bonnet on and going into the grocery store or to the airport or anywhere else looking like that. Because yeah, it's a reflection of who we are. And we're always talking about, we hate people talking about us and we hate people judging us and we want respect. Well, when you present yourself to the world like that, what do you think you're going to get? I mean, it's wherever we lost our way in the sixties, when you look at all those pictures back in the day, even when they were protesting, they were in dresses and, and guys were in suits and hard shoes. And, and this was in the thick of summer and all of these other conditions, but people cared about how they looked, even when they're walking miles and miles. And here we are with all of these advances. And, and when we, we go out to the world, like what? I, I, I don't know. Again, I think we've lost our way in, in some areas, even though we're making progress in so many other areas. I don't get that shit at all. No, I said, I mean, it transcends though. It's not just that. I want people to understand this. I work in the court system doing mediations and I was doing a mediation and this couple came in smelling like they had just lit about four blunts in the car. Dude had tattoos all on his eyes, dreads in his hair, dirty as hell. The girl comes in with a crop top low cut jeans and they're trying they and they have all their information right all the information they need they were actually in the right for contesting their eviction and i'm like okay so the judge schedules a court date for them and i pull them to the side and i said listen when you come back before this judge i need you to dress like you got some sense and she was like oh i thought this outfit was cute and you know your stomach is showing you're trying to prove to the judge this is if they can't listen to you because you smell like weed and because your belly is hanging out and because your butt crack is showing and be, represent yourself how you want to be viewed, period, point blank, especially in certain environments like the airport, like the courtroom. Stop Unless you're Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay-Z can walk in with his pants sagging and a black T-shirt and his hat turned to the left. He already worth a billion for the rest of us. We got to make it look like we we got some sense. That's just Jay-Z wearing seersucker, by the way. He ain't doing it. Huh? <laughs> the Jay-Z wearing seersucker, by the way. He ain't doing it. <laughs> Jay-Z got fresh linens on. He got fresh <laughs> linens on. He, he, wear, he wearing the blazers with no shirt underneath. That's how he That's how he feels. Hilarious. <laughs> Shit. But I, I just want to flip this, this thing, too, right? So we talking about the women. It's no different than, than than the kings out here with the tight pants sagging and doing all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to do better across the board. 
It ain't, it ain't a judgment thing, but we got to definitely do better, carry ourselves the right way. All of that stuff matters, man. I seen this one dude, um, somebody had filmed it. He was walking into a restaurant and his whole big old black ass was hanging out. The whole ass. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like no draws, skinny jeans underneath the crack of his ass with his t-shirt barely hanging over. And then he's going to try to act like he's going to lift up his pants and not even pull it up midway over his booty crack. And I'm just like, well, and then where the, the the problem is, we're the first people to complain about not being mm. black women, not being respected in the eyes of, of the law. Like when that whole R. Kelly thing came out, black women are dismissed. Our claims are dismissed. We're hypersexualized. We have to be able to control this a little bit better. And that, that means presenting ourselves as a whole different ways, because you are going to be viewed the way you represent yourself. Period. And I'm not saying when you at the club, you can't dress a certain way or when you, you know what I'm saying? You at home, right. when you handling business, you on a flight, you're in public like that. You at the grocery store, act like you got some goddamn sense, please. Right. Do it, for the culture. Do, it, do it for the culture. <laughs> goddamn sense. G-A-H. Goddamn. <laughs> so Josh, you uh sent me a, a a a clip let's let's chit chat about that the uh girl that believed that she should not have to give her child the last name of her fa- of her child's father because they were not married what's what what bothered you the most about that it wasn't just that because that last sentence also, she stated that even if she was married, she was like, I ain't got to do that. It's 2021. So, you know what I'm saying? For me, again, what, what somebody decides to do with the last name, I, I've seen it. I've had that in my family. That That's not where I'm getting at. It's the idea. It's the fact that she literally feels like we don't matter. In, in, in the sense of it, because for one, she said my child, mm-hmm. right? So when women, a lot of women that talk like that, it bothers me because it's it's like an ownership thing. You ain't got nothing to do with this. I'm just doing like, it's, it's a lot of women that really feel like even with the father trying to be present or he, you know what I'm saying, is, is trying to be a part of, of the kids' lives and, and all of that. They always say my, 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 my. And then they exclude the father. They exclude the responsibility. Like all of that, it's the narrative. They'll tell the kids, you're here because of me. Um, I take care of everything. Like, I know that. I've seen it firsthand. I've experienced it firsthand. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of the situation, I just don't like that part of it. If you decide to, if y'all make a choice or whatever, then that is what it is. I'm, I'm just more focused on the my. Mm. That's the part that struck a chord with me. The my. You didn't make you didn't make that child by yourself unless you went paid for it. You know what I'm saying? But she ain't talking from that place, though. She was talking about if you, if you have a situation, you're in a relationship or you're talking to somebody or whatever. That that ain't that ain't it. Mom. Um, it, it, again, it, it's that's fascinating because. Um, where I come from and, and the people in my circle, uh, when you have a child. You're wanting to take the man's last name and give that baby the father's last name. Um, And at the same time, you know, you can't help but wonder if that woman who's saying, I don't have to do that, 
Uh, and it's my, 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 did she want child support for, for the child? Is it, I mean, is it yours and his when it's child support time? How does that, how does that work? But um, it's, it's bizarre. And, and I don't know. And maybe that's a random fluke uh, for that particular person that she just feels that way. But um, I don't know too many women who've had children that don't want to give the baby the father's last name. I just I, I don't get that one. OK, you well, let's let's flip it. though. Like, let's let's look at it from a different perspective. Right. When I got married. That was one of the things I wanted. I wanted to get married so that all of my kids can have the same last name, right? When mom signs them out of school, Shanae Hall, Corey Hall, Leah Hall, blah, blah, blah. That was the idea. Now let's think about it in a different, in, in today's society. How many kids are being born out of wedlock? How many kids are walking around and the mom has two or three different baby daddies and they all got different last names? You know what I'm saying? So if you think about it from that perspective, it's all if like what she said, it, that's my child. You know, if we're not married, let's just start with the first line. If we're not married, then I could give my kid my last name. And if I would have not been married, I would have rather my kids had all the same last name. So, again, for the same the way the the aesthetics of it, it looks different when all of your kids have the same last name. From a school perspective, from, you know, the way teachers view you. I mean, I've had teachers say, oh, okay, uh, yeah, your son, Corey Hall, da, da, da. What's your last name? The same as my son. Oh, well, you know, you have to ask. Okay. Yeah, but okay, the same as my son. Because, and their tone was always expecting my last name to be different than my children's last name. Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, I understand it. Now, I don't know if that's how she's saying it. But from that angle, I would rather these moms out here and their child have the same last name than to have um, James, Oliver, Hall, you know what I'm saying? And it just and it just looks raggedy. Yeah, but I mean, we can't impose our views on what, you know, tradition. I mean, it's tradition. It's not law. What that you take on the father's last name? That the child ought to, the child doesn't have to take on the father's last name. Matter of fact, it's changed to the point where Josh was talking about. Yeah, as of right now, if you're not married in Georgia, you don't have no rights. If I push out a baby today and me and you are not married and the child hasn't been uh, legitimized or whatever the term is, the documents and all that other stuff have gone through the system, then you have no rights. You have no visitation rights. You have nothing. You it's essentially are nothing except the sperm donor. But see, but see, and that, and that, when, when is that talk right there? That's the issue. Because in this thing that I sent, let me read this. If we're not married, and she had her chest out, is my child, and I don't have to give my child that I carried for nine months the last name of a man who ain't my husband. He's just a father, and there's no long ties to him. Mm. Then she says, even if we're married. I don't need to give my kids my husband's last name. It's 2021. And just to hear you on that, Queen, like not saying that that's what you're saying, but somebody listening could take it as, well, men ain't shit. What we need y'all for? Because you got to remember, we're on the other end of a lot of this energy, right? We're on the other end of 
we don't have a good male figure to look at and follow on uh, on t- on television or somebody that, you know what I'm saying, that we can relate to, that speaks our language. That can, like, we don't have that. You know what I mean? We don't we don't have that um, that entertainer. We don't you know, we don't really have that athlete like because everybody's so judgmental. Now, to be honest, LeBron, I mean, I can name people that have had a pretty solid don't hear nothing bad about them type of like vibe and that are good leaders. But they still shit on us. They still like LeBron ain't went to jail. He ain't got caught up in no scandal. He ain't done none of that. That man been with his old lady since high school. Married, they've been rocking business. The man done started a whole charter school. He taking care of families. Like the boy doing his thing. Mm-hmm. We have to agree with some things, but they still shit on him. They still went to that man's house and spray painted nigga on his fence. Like sure. that, that is the thing that us as men we're screaming. Because Father's Day is coming up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at these clips going on. And again, I'm going to use the LeBron thing uh, for an, another example because he has that show, Barbershop, whatever. And on that clip, he said, my kids, like my boys, it's like for me, it's like whatever. Like when I come home, I, I wish they were excited. Like I wish that, you know, we could still vibe and kind of, you know, whatever. But he was like, man, it's just like, like whatever. It's just that, like whatever. And a lot of dads get that type of energy. Like we don't want to be just the whatever. We want we want to get some type of embrace, some type of excitement. Like yo, that's my partner, whatever. Even when they get older, even when they get older, prime time. I just seen another clip. He was on a podcast. Prime time said, "I almost killed." He said, "I almost committed suicide, or I tried to commit suicide." Mm-hmm. And the reason being was because they were trying to take my kids from me. And when they tried to do that. I lost my mind because shit, they're the only ones who really love me and appreciate me for me because everybody else that was around, they just around because I am who I am and I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. This, this thing is deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So again, I respect like, yeah, if, if, if something happens and somebody's not married or it was a one night stand or certain things or whatever, like that doesn't mean that I can't, be open to like, you know, people giving people their last names or whatever. I, I get that. I'm not here to tell no woman nothing about that. Right. But from a traditional standpoint, from the fact that the men were leaders, we're the head, like this is a certain way that this thing is supposed to go. You know what I'm saying? And we're just being brushed to the side. Like we're nobody's other than just sperm donors. Like you just said it, right? You have me and you have a baby. Well, you ain't shit, shit. You ain't got no rights, no nothing, no this, no that. I didn't say you wasn't shit. I said, according to the law, you don't have no rights. I walked out the right. house. Right, and, that, and, that, and, 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 that, and that's a fact, but that is so crazy. And I know I, I know the process. I, I didn't say nothing about men not being this or that. Let's just clarify. I simply stated the law, which is as a mediator and a law student, that's what I should do. It's my part of the show, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but you didn't. also you also said something after that but you know it's cool i'm just gonna do my part to be a little shit starter but you did say some slick shit after that and i and i was gonna leave that alone but you well, said some slick repeat shit it, repeat it what i say at the end of the day again this is another thing because that's proven point right we got to sit up here we got to go through the court systems in order to be uh viewed as the father to be recognized as the father we laid up with you we went through the whole one, two, 
We could even be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? But if we're not married, we're not viewed as the father. So that but is- But Josh, you understand why that happened though, right? Because it was to protect men because women were having sex with multiple people. And then I, I might have sex with three people and not know who the baby is. And I'm like, well, shoot, Josh played in the league. I'm gonna go ahead and tell him he is. And you like, okay, cool. I was with her. I believe you. And then we go through this process. They making you pay child support. All this other stuff happens. And then bam, you're, the baby's four years old. Come to find out you're not the father. Father. That's so, yeah. on me then. That, that's my but that's my stupid ass fault. Because to be honest with you, when you're going through that process, first thing you need to do is but that's what I'm saying. People weren't swabbing and the courts weren't mandating it. So now the court said, hey, if you're not married until proven otherwise, that's not that man baby. Period. He didn't got no, and it's not, so it's, it's, it's a catch 22 because it, it hurts the dad. If he wants rights and he wants to be involved, you got to go through the court system, not, but it also protects the dad that might not be the father. We're not, we're not protected queen because, because any woman can go and file child support. I got another partner of mine who almost did two years in prison behind the fact of not paying or caught up on some shit, not paying child support for a kid that ain't even his. And the courts know it's not his kid. It's wow. a lot. It's a lot to this. We're, wow. we're, it's actually not protecting us because anytime any woman can say he the father, I'm a father a paternity, uh, not a paternity suit, but I could put him on child support. You feel me? If we don't go through the proper steps, then we're fucked. But that's the whole point where if you're not on the if you're not on the birth certificate off the bat, because if you are, then you automatically off the written, no questions asked, child support first of the month rents due. So they try to curtail that somewhat. But I do hear what you're saying. Now, that's why there's still steps. I can't just go right now and say, hey, my son is Josh's son and, and get you for child support. It don't work like that. They're not going to say, oh, Josh, you need to start paying for little Corey. He's 17. You got 17 years of back pay. It doesn't work like that. They're going to make does, sure. It doesn't. But let's say, for example, we live in together. And some of these states are a little funny with that. So if we live together, right, then that could automatically turn me into the father figure and this, that, and the third. There are some different rules out there for different states. There are different rules, but the back to the original thing, I I don't necessarily and every I don't necessarily disagree with her position because everybody has to come from their point of view. And I see a lot of single black mothers out here. And I would rather that child, because it does believe it or not, I believe that it affects the child how um the family structure looks. So if you got three brothers, like my kids are all two years apart. And at one point in time, at least two was at the same school. If one last name was Rodriguez and one last name was Hernandez and one was Walker, they'd be like, oh, okay. So your mom, she that person. Now, if all of them was, had my last name, nobody would know. You know what I'm saying? Nobody would question it. I don't think we're viewing it like that, though, Queen. But here's the other part of it. I, I didn't say that I didn't agree. It's the fact that how her chest was out like that while she's saying it is the issue. Mm-hmm. That's the mind. problem. That's the problem I have. I, my, listen, my dad has uh, my grandmother's last name. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He doesn't have my grandfather's last name. So I'm speaking this thing from experience. Like, I get it. You feel me? But that was their choice. All right, cool. But when a woman, because again, these are a lot of the, the, the comments and the conversations that I know I've been a part of, that I've seen myself, the Instagram clips, the stuff on Twitter, the this, the that. I've even been on other platforms and watching 
listening to how women view men. That's the part that I have an issue with. It's like we ain't shit and we don't matter. And the girl even went to say, furthermore, even if y'all, even if we are married, I'm still not doing it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> oh, that- you don't forget that part too. Now she ended it off with like fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, you got again. I, I'm I'm at this point in my life where I'm looking at people's uh, level of trauma. So she might have been married and divorced already. You know, she might have gone through something that said, even if I get married, I'm not going to give up my my kid the last name of him because he might not be here. So obviously there's a level of trauma that we got to take into account with that particular um, response, I think, anyways. Then don't lay up with a man. And and then keep that same energy when you want me to split this, do that, show up here, show up there. Keep that same energy. I, I agree with that statement. And I'm I'm old school. I, I want the child to have the father's last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So yeah. you know, do, do you think that there is, because we have, my me and my sister have our dad, and then you got remarried later on in life. And my sister and my brother that are younger than us, they have their last name. Did you think it affects... Do you think it would have been different if we were closer in age and you were picking us up and it was we had all different last names? It, well, it would have been two and two, so it wouldn't have been all different if all four of y'all, like you said, <laughs> if there was four, if there was four different last names. That's a, well, that's okay, a, even like I you might have struggled, but not <laughs> I mean, me. You know, I look at questions about that. I mean, people divorce and they remarry and they have other children, and so I, I never thought about. Oh my God, two of them have. Uh, this name and two of them have that name. Oh my God, people are going to look at me and I'm, uh, I should live in the, the hall of shame. I didn't think about it like that. So it is what you it is. You were married. You were married. <laughs> but see, I know that, and I say this because my ex-husband's situation was like that, where all, his mom had three kids and three baby daddies and they were all in school. And I remember that being like that was a thing in high school because we met in high school. I remember people clowning them like, oh, all y'all got different last names. Your mom's was in the street. Like, I remember that being a, a level where he was like about to fight people because they was clowning. So for me, that stuck with me becoming an adult, seeing somebody that I loved and cared about being roasted or a day because it was like three different last names and all y'all. What y'all got going on? Because I don't remember that. We we don't we like. He said, "What y'all not, got going on?" <laughs> no, nah, but, but yeah, because I people joking, people like I I don't remember like being in school, thinking of people joking, people like like that's just something that never came to my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like my on my dad's side is six of us, and everybody got different last names. To me, it was just, it was just, that's family. That's my brother. That's my sister. That just, it is what it is. I, I wasn't diving deep into last names and who looked crazy because here's the flip side. I know people that got, that's been married and they got seven, eight kids and people be like, damn, they still going to say something and judge in some type of way. I, I just don't look at it like that. Okay, so Josh, are you telling me that you don't view a woman that has four different baby daddies 
the, do you you put her on the same page as a man that has four different baby daddies? I know this is getting all we off topic, but going ahead. Do you think that it's weighed the same in the dating game? If I'm if I'm Shanae and I'm going on a date and somebody says, oh, how many kids do you have? Three. How many baby daddies do you have? Three. He gonna be looking at you like your pussy must be far. <laughs> They probably is, but on the flip side, I don't judge. And I don't, I'm, I'm not going to look at, yeah, in but. In general, you know people. I'm having these conversations and realistically, like, especially, you know, and it's funny, when you're in your 20s, you might think of some little bullshit like that. But when you get 30, 35, especially when you rounding out to 40, we not, like, we ain't, I don't know too many people that's thinking of no shit like that. And, and and it's funny that you mentioned that because the other day when I was talking about something in the conversation, you know what I'm saying? My homeboy made a comment that brought up, he was like, shit, most of these women out here going harder than the men anyway. Even stemming back from way back when. It's a lot of men out here that got kids that they taking care of that they not the father of. So this mm-hmm. thing, like, I'm not really, there ain't no judgment here. I don't know anybody that's speaking on it. I don't think, you know what I'm saying, somebody going to look at a woman because she got three, four baby daddies because guess what? If she's caring, but listen, if you, if she's carrying herself, like if you're carrying yourself like how you're carrying yourself right now, who the fuck cares? <laughs> like real talk. Because when you think about it, right, the stereotype is the three to four baby daddies means she in the hood, you know what I'm saying, section eight, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That That's how they look at those type of women. But you see a motherfucker that's handling her business it is what it is. Right. See, but we just had Atheon on and he was like, I'm not talking to nobody with nobody with no three baby daddies. And he's 47. So there are men who cool. process it and, and, and it diminishes almost your value. Like you could have kids, but it can't be, I'm not dealing with three dudes in your life. I'm not dealing with, you know what I'm saying? It does bring on a certain stereotype. That's, and I, that's, and I, mean, I get it. I, I get it, but but on the flip side, even with Avion and bless, bless him, King, but I know for me, for example, being on the other side of that, I wouldn't want nobody to judge me being on the hot seat like that because it go it can go both ways. And just like there are some women out here that might look at a man like, you ain't got no kids? Mm-hmm. You ain't never been married? Like, no, nah, I'm straight. Like, you must got some shit going on. For These sure. judgments can go any type of way you want them to go. Absolutely. So, so it's, it's nothing wrong with anybody having a preference or their standard, but I'm not going to be the one to judge because because some of this shit is not a preference and a standard. Some of this shit is judgment. And you can be fucking missing out on your biggest blessing because, nah, I'm, I'm good, right? That's, that's the same shit like Chili, right? For example, for a long time, I don't know if she got somebody now, but for a long time, she was just, it was stank face to everybody. And it's like, boo, you still look good, but goddamn, you you approaching that mark. You still out here solo dolo talking about you waiting for that right man. All right, keep playing. That's good. Keep playing. Keep waiting. <laughs> Wait for the right one. This is right. Hey, keep playing. That blessing probably just walk right on by you. Because <laughs> you talking about he ain't got a 12-pack. All right. Not a 12-pack. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's solid two and a biscuit. <laughs> 
No, you, you're right about that, boy. All of us got our standards and our stuff. But uh, all I feel about that is that if, if a guy comes into your life and he, he don't want to be with you because you got three baby daddies and your, and your past is your past, then he ain't the one no way. That's how I feel. Yeah, if he was, he would accept you. Mm. When, we, when we break down the word, right, when we talk about what love actually is and all of that, man, it ain't what people out here doing. I'm telling you that right now. We got everybody should have standards. That is not what I'm saying. If you have your preference, um, I respect that. But a lot of this shit is disguised in judgment. Mm -hmm. Period. A lot of these people think that they got these standards and they woke and they so mature. You know what? I'm going to be single and I'm going to wait. I bet. Go ahead. Motherfucking blessing right there. A good solid man right there. Who ready to sweep you off your feet? He praying for you. He coming home at night. He ain't getting in no trouble. He works hard. He's trying. He's a good brother. And you're going to fuck it off because why? Same thing for us men. It might be a woman out there. She might have two baby baby daddies. Cool. It takes a village. Shit. <laughs> we better figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. It's some solid. It's some really good women out here who have gone through some things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not for me to judge. Like, it's some good women out here. It's some really good women out here. But we would never know that because if she don't look like the Instagram model or if, you know, she ain't doing this or she don't have enough followers or whatever, I don't know. Because we, being a groupie too, we do the same goofy shit too. We do the same shit too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the part that's getting us in trouble. We want the baddest chick out there but it might be a nice little six and a half, seven that's loyal, that's going to hold you down, make sure the meal is hot, you feel me? And she going to help She gonna help double, triple your wallet, you feel me? She praying for you, going to help you take care of you, whatever. Like, nah, bro, we got, we got to fix this. Do you, talk to your, do you talk to your male friends about that stuff, Josh? Try, try to make them think, think that through? I, I, I have. Because, for example, right, um, I'm, you know, let, let's take this one, like black love. Right. Mm-hmm. I got a buddy of mine. He's just like, I ain't I ain't think nothing outside. I, and I and I mess with him and I'm like, bro, you can have your preference. I said, but what what if what if the most high just taps you and sends you something else that ain't what you've been swearing up and down on for your whole life? What you going to do? Oh, well, I guess I'm just going to let her walk then. You trying to encourage him to date a white woman? No, I just said I outside. That was coming. I was just like, right. God, stop. I was over here like, ooh. I just said date your outside. Your birthday on the show, you got to stop. <laughs> it ain't, listen, it's some biracials out here. It's a, It might be an Indian little shawty that's out here cold with it. You know what I'm saying? You, it, it could be whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I got you. I'm a, uh, yeah, so on that note... Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> but you know what? Funny, y'all sit up here, y'all talk that shit. But then it's like the same women who who fighting and want that. Then they be like, these niggas ain't shit. Quoted by somebody who uh, runs the show when they oh. said these <laughs> niggas this ain't shit. But I, I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say no niggas ain't shit now. Oh, goodness, some variation of it. I said. Man. Niggas be on bullshit. That's what I said. I said they be on some bullshit. I can play it back. 
<laughs> Josh, there are some horrible game plan dudes out here that we've endured. Now, I've said that, but I've also met some 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 decent guys as you well. See how long so. you struggled? Did you see how you had? You, you look down to the corner, your mouth started salivating because you thought you was about to start lying, and then you look <laughs> back up and said, "Decent, damn." Come on now, people keep the main thing, the main thing. These dudes out here got it's people a- playing chess all day long. You moving pawns and, and shit, and y'all don't even know the game. I'm moving it triangularly and back, and I'm not supposed to move that piece. <laughs> Try, trying, trying to, to figure, figure out, out call words and yeah. what all these calls in the morning mean, and then what, what the silence mean, and, and the, the saying this and doing that. It's... Uh, it's enough to to stress a girl out. I'm and that's not my cool. mom who's grown. So you're talking about two totally different generations of dating different generations of men. And if she's 57 and still dealing with the same stuff that I'm dealing with, and I'm talking to my 22-year-old that's dealing with something, you like, maybe it ain't us. If it's the generational thing being passed down from person to person. And then, yeah, so for when, when Black women... And I see them dating white men when you're talking about Serena or Cassie or Holly Bear or whoever. I'm like, go ahead, girl. Get you one. You win it. Straight up. Put that I guess that, that I guess that goes into what Josh was saying. I mean, you, you got to go where, where the love is. <laughs> Instead of where the money resides, you got to go where the love resides. I don't know, mama, because some of that is where the money resides, where the money resides. <laughs> <laughs> some of it's both. <laughs> Dude, Serena got more than her, dude. She was going for the love. She was tired of dating black men. She went for the love. It's the love. And she tried her fair share of black men, and they just, some of them just, at their core, uh, they're just not good people. Same thing with Holly Berry. She went through Wesley Snipes and uh, Eric Benet, and then Cassie was with uh, Puff, and then they get white men, and poof, life just gets happy. Just poof, happy. Well, I, 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 I ain't gonna say all that, but I got other theories. <laughs> I got other. That's for another show. We got other theories behind that too. All right. But regard, regardless, everybody found whatever their blessing looked like and they went with it. Like, I'm not bad, man. Just do you. But, like, let's not make it a, a judgmental thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just... I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not opposed to people, you know what I'm saying, having their blessings, man. But we, we can't ignore it because we out here being judgmental. You know what I'm saying? And everything, perception is key. You feel me? How you carry yourself, which is what we talked about at the beginning of this. You know what I'm saying? Whether, you know, mm-hmm. our bonnets or our pants or whatever, like, look nice, represent yourself the right way. Because that, too, is what brings the right energy towards you. It brings the right people towards you. It brings the right relationships. At least you're going towards the right direction. And then when it comes to that queen and her comment, I'm not mad, queen. But it's the fact that you said it with your chest as if us men do not matter. That is my issue. That's all I want to say. I'm very open minded. I'm very understanding. I know shit happens. But regardless, we got to do better and involve and include. And then lastly, lastly, don't block your blessing. Don't block your blessing. Especially when we out here comparing ourselves or who got what or who did this and all, like, don't do it. 
Mm-hmm. Be a little right. open-minded. That's right. all I'm going to say. Just be a little open-minded, Queen. That's all. Hey, I'm open-minded. Oh. All right, now. That was, that was good. in my door. Y'all going to see how open-minded I am. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. I, I, I saw a white guy in Florida while I was out there this weekend. Woo, Lord. <laughs> He he looked at me and was like, "Woo, you're beautiful." And I was like, "Man, you look good too." It was almost on and cracking. <laughs> and I've never dated anybody white, but he was about to get it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that note. <laughs> to wrap up I'm, this segment, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm over the weight. Keeping it's about keeping your options open. Because uh, Lord knows it, 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 it's getting tighter and tighter in, in um, our and we t- We tired of the bullshit, man. We tired of the bullshit. We are. Mama said it. It's not a, it's not a black white thing. I, I get it, Mama. I agree. I, get I agree. It. I get it. Uh, and I think that's the, that's the part people got to understand, you know, is the way it looks and how whatever, man, just fucking be happy. That's all I'm saying. Just happy be happy. Yeah. If you want to be happy story. solo, then be happy solo. Would you say you had you had OG uh Mr. Avion on here at 40, what 47? Is he dating? Yep. Salute. He trying to what he got, what he got, what he got him? A young tender or he got something that's 40 oh, something? He's too? dating, like dating people, just dating. He's just dating. Yeah, trying mm-hmm. to find So he's single. Find love. So, yeah, he's single. Okay, so then yeah, yeah. Everybody mm. trying to find everybody trying to find love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what mm-hmm. you trying to say, Josh? No, 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 no. He got to say that for next. Hey, look. He looking for the right one. Everybody right. looking for the right one. So that is our time for this week, Josh. Welcome to the team, and thank you for joining us, Mom. Yes, thank you. Thank you for coming on. I know you had a hard day at work and then ran in, had to flip a curl in your hair and jump on here. <laughs> right. So we will see you guys next Wednesday, 7 p.m. You can check out our IG page, what she said. Got everybody's ID on here, so check them out personally. See what they talk about when we're not on. Till next week, take care, be easy.